The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to uh, check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You'll notice there's two uh, videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. If you missed that and you want to catch it, uh, you can do so up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern, at which time he'll be live uh, right there in that little spot at the top of the page. Uh, we're live on the right side. Just click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right. And you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We're also streaming on Rumble, which is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Be sure and subscribe to the channel there. We would appreciate that very much. Also, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. 
Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, and then if you've got a Roku device, we're on Cutting Edge TV over there. And then right up under where we're streaming live is we can sign up for the email newsletter for our website. Remember, you just get one a day. Now, if you want to sign up for and find out what's going on in the ministry of the Sons of Liberty, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that one. That one's one a week. You usually get it on Saturday. I accidentally hit the send button on Friday night because we had to do it early because of the wedding uh, this past weekend. But <clears throat> normally you get that on Saturday. You'll find out what's going on in the ministry for that week or upcoming. Uh, Bradley's article for that week. And then also whatever our special is we're offering. Like this week we're offering out of our store uh, the Resistance to Tyranny shirts. Uh, they come in red. And they come in blue in a variety of sizes. I think we have small to triple X, extra large, something like that. Normally, donation $20 unless you get like a double X or triple X. And I think they're a little bit more. I think $5 or something. I don't, I don't know. Some, there's a difference in price on those. Normally $20. This week only through Saturday at midnight. When you use the promo code RESIST, you'll get 10% off these shirts. So if you want to pick up a couple of them or something like that, you save 10% off all of these shirts that you get, okay? So be sure to check that out. Now, if you want to help us out, uh, you believe in our message, and you want to stand with us, not only on the internet and on radio, but also as we go out to the people and we share the Christian and constitutional heritage of the United States, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Uh, click on that and make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. Again, when you do that, you get some discounts and some goodies in that. You can check that out. Uh, when you get ready, if you want to sign up for that. All right. A uh, couple of a couple of things, um, some headlines here before we bring Lynn on. Uh, she's got a lot to cover today. So I'm going to I'm going to try to be quick, but I just had, had these headlines. I want to get out to you. Bradley's article from yesterday is up. Are you paying attention altogether now? Gas prices go up. Tesla car sales skyrocket 256 percent. Meet Elon Musk, America's new guiding light. And sure, you know, we've carried some stuff from Elon Musk. Um, yeah, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? So there are some things that he says that are very good, um, just like a Donald Trump. Some things that are said that are very good. And then when you start looking at the entire agenda, you go, oh, well, yeah, I don't think I want that guy representing me or doing it. And all you people who think all your, your Twitter accounts are going to be turned on, I think probably going to be sadly disappointed. Um, <laughs> mine is still in appeal. They say 24 to 48 hours. Mine's still in appeal over the Brian Artist stuff, and they want me to pull it. And I'm like, I'm not pulling it because they say, well, you're admitting that you broke our thing. I'm not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. And everybody's saying, oh, uh, Hillary and all these people lost a bunch of followers. Well, if you've been following anything, guys, the majority of their followers are bought and paid for bots. That's what they were. I, I mean, we covered this back, what, when she was running against Trump. And we were showing that even when she did these big campaign things, the only people showing up were the reporters. Uh, and we showed the Twitter accounts were fake. We showed the Twitter accounts of Obama were fake. Um, so that's not surprising that any of that's gone on. Just just pay attention there. And, and a lot of you guys are really sharp. You already see some of this. So I'm not trying to talk down to anybody at all. But it's pretty apparent to me what's going on there. And Elon has his own agenda that he's pushing, okay? All right, real quickly. Those food facility fires that have been going on in the U.S. are now starting in other countries. I gave you a story out of the BBC, <clears throat> excuse me, the BBC. Um, a food plant over there had burned down, and then there was a chicken uh, farm over in the Netherlands that had burned. They were claiming 43,000 chickens were burned. 
Some people have said some of these things are the result of drone strikes. I haven't seen that just yet. Some people are speculating on that. It could be. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that they've already forewarned us there's going to be these things. In fact, the FBI terrorists, and that's what I'm going to call them because the FBI seems to be behind a lot of these terrorist plots. They warn of targeted cyber attacks on food plants after mysterious fires take down multiple food facilities. Well, these are the same guys uh, that are constantly drumming up the the acts of terrorism that are going to take place. And how do they know they're going to take place? Huh. Usually because they're in on it. All right. Usually they're in on it. And uh, now they're warning you about this. Meanwhile, and they're talking about cyber attacks. Meanwhile, they're telling you they want to put everything in your life, including your money, your finances, your transaction. They want to put it all in, on computer, right? Well, what do you think is going to happen? You think somebody's going to cyber attack that stuff too? Yeah. This is, I mean, the, the double standard that they hold up here is absolutely incredible. Also, World Health Assembly, this is from Suzanne Hamner, World Health Assembly set to unlawfully give usurped authority, and that's what it is, over health care of sovereign nations to who? 194 nations. Again, United States needs to be out of the United, United Nations, and the United Nations needs to be out of the United States. We could take care of it real quickly if we really took it serious, but seeing that our representatives are all joined at the hip with these guys, I'm not seeing much um, uh, success in that area unless we just do what I've said before, and we're either going to secede or we're going to dissolve this thing and uh, start anew. Uh, also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, disgraced police union president pleads guilty to raping children for decades as department covered for him. The department covered for him. Okay, not one bad apple. The whole department was covering for him. Hmm. Also, Cook County, and this one is a good one. Cook, Cook County cop sets the bar, shows how not to kill a man trying to commit suicide by cop. You want to watch a guy who has tremendous patience and skills and doesn't go in there with guns blazing and brings the guy out alive to get him the help he needs rather than kill him on the spot? Watch the video on this guy. This guy, uh, yeah, he and he's praised by his superiors, too, as the way he handled things. You know, kudos to this guy. Uh, and I don't use the word kudos, but yeah, that came to mind. <laughs> the illusion of freedom. This is the latest from John Whitehead. We're only as free as the government allows. And then let me play just um, just something here for some people. Uh, you still got some knuckleheads wearing masks out there. Okay. You, you, they're still wearing masks. And, you know, you guys who are listening to my radio, you won't be able to see this, but you'll definitely be able to hear it. Take a listen and a look. This guy's got a mask on. He's taunting the guy at the store about not having it on. Looks like he has pepper spray, and then he attacks the guy. You're threatening my life. <laughs> Yeah, people like that, they really do need to be locked away, but not in a jail. I think maybe a padded, one of those padded cells. But he, this guy just keeps going on and on. And he looks like he's, he looks like he's got a can of pepper spray. So it's really, it's really interesting what, what some of these people will do that they have no respect for their fellow man uh, in some of the things that they're doing. Real quickly, also, 
Um, just to show you, you know, we had G-Sing on last year, and what I'm showing the audience for those in the in the radio audience is this is perfectly good food that they're throwing away in Shanghai. Okay, perfectly good food. Look at it. I mean, it's as far as you can see in this building, and they're throwing it away. And the people are starving. They're locked down. They can't do anything. Um, it's it's really it's really incredible. It really is. Uh, and then there's another video I'll throw in later uh, because we're going to run short on time if I don't. Let me let you know two things that are going on. One is Dr. Bill Smith is going into court today. He asked that we would pray for him. He's going in at 2 o'clock. I think that's central time because he's in Arkansas. So around 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, you know, be praying for Dr. Bill. He says if they find him guilty, they could throw him in jail. Why? Because he dared not wear a mask. And they wouldn't cite, they wouldn't enforce the mask mandate. So they were pushing for trespassing. And the whole idea behind the trespassing was he was wearing a mask, but they won't enforce the mask mandate. They're just going to enforce the trespassing. So be in prayer for him. Also, uh, some really sad news that I got from Kate last night. Uh, Mr. Bo has died. And I know some of you enjoyed seeing Mr. Bo on the show occasionally popping in and out. Um, he died about 7.30 her time last night. Uh, she's heartbroken. Please pray for Kate. Those, you know, are the family that she has around her all the time as her pets. And um, she, was, she was very sad about that. I want to convey that to you. Please pray for her and uh, lift her up to the Lord, that he will encourage her, that he'll comfort her in the time uh, that's going on right now. And I'm sure she'll be sharing some of that on Saturday. With that said, it is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, we have with us the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello, hello. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about something that should, you know, different people are going to have different angles on the whole issue of um, the budget. And, you know, I want to be clear, folks. Listen, this is not a Biden administration budget. This is what mm -hmm. Congress has put forth. And Biden's just the guy to sign off on it. So, yeah, he owns it. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But all of your representatives who voted to push this stuff through, they're in on it, too. Let's not forget that. Republicans and Democrats, they're in on it, too. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's not just single out one guy, even though we can, we can point to him. Let's point at all the other you know, 500 representatives who are part of this thing, getting it through there up to his desk. And uh, Lynn's got a special focus that, obviously, she has on that, and she's going to bring that to us today. Lynn? Okay. Well, just to let everyone know, uh, when I sent him the email with all the resources, it might as well be a novel because it's that long. Uh, but let me just share with you what I shared with him about why I wanted us to do this show to close out April. Okay. Uh, this is an educratic nightmare that we will not wake up from if we simply accept it, especially with these midterm elections already beginning. How? Because many of the candidates will back school choice, and that's a fallacy that we have proven over and over and over on this show, which is woven into America at all levels. So in essence, whomever is voted in in these midterms not only will be supporting this budget if it passes, but supporting school choice. And here's the thing that Suzanne and I have, have uncovered that Charlotte 
uh, Inserbeet originally uncovered is that the school choice in game is to kill all private styles of education, label it all as public, and in the process, remove representative forms of voting because your school boards will no longer be citizen stacked. They will be appointed because of the federal control. So if you really think that it's not important to listen to what the budget is, to listen to how fallacy-ridden school choice is and how precious your right to vote is, they are intertwined on purpose. Well, and some of the people are learning that they're going to have to take back these things on their own locally. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get Paul Doerr in here so that people will have the option of getting his help in defunding Mm -hmm. these school boards, your local schools um, from the federal government and such. And so that way you can take it back. But you the people are going to be the solution in this. The the school board's not going to be. That's for sure. And neither are our representatives. Right. Absolutely. But we have to remember that the school boards, Tim, uh, people are under the misconception that the school boards are all citizen run. When you look at the accrediting bodies and, you know, we've covered this, too, for I don't know how long. The accrediting bodies that hold school boards hostage is off the charts, okay? because they're the ones who have to make sure that every district across this nation conforms to the tests and to the resources, not necessarily the curriculum, even though the curriculum gets the the headline. Okay, so it's it's really a a system that is stacked against we the people and it's done on purpose. But you're precisely right. If we do it in uh, in number with with uh, like minds, we we can make a difference. And so I just wanted to point that out. Now, uh, today in the archives, we're going to have lots of resources for you. There'll be the show that Suzanne and I did on this particular budget, but we're coming at it today from a, a different angle. Okay, so for you number crunchers, the word education is mentioned in this budget, which is about 300 pages, 70 times. So if you think that it's going to be all under the Department of Education, no, it's in every federal agency that is listed in this budget and every federal service that is listed in this budget that is not under a federal agency, but a non-government agency. So if you want to talk corruption, there you go right off the bat. Okay, where we're going to start, and we do have the actual document for you, so you can, in the resources, go back and look at the page numbers that we're going to be talking about today, but this is the only uh, visual that we're going to be using today. So this is the fiscal year 2023 budget, and depending on what PDF reader you will get is going to uh, dictate what page number, but I'm looking at the actual, when I wrote these page numbers down, I wrote the actual number that I saw on the page itself. Okay. So uh, page five is where we want to start because the first 45 pages are nothing but propaganda for why we need to spend $2.8 trillion 
And where that money is going to come from will either be our backsides or phony money. Okay. So hang on just a second. Uh, that first paragraph, Tim, if you would read that to folks so that they can hear it if they can't see it. In January 2021 deal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in January 2021, the United States lacked the tools to fully protect people against COVID-19, which there was nothing like that. Um, <clears throat> less than 1% of Americans, some 2 million people were fully vaccinated. Less than half of our nation's schools were open for in-person instruction. Zero at-home tests were on the market. The nation faced shortages of protective equipment for frontline workers and didn't have enough vaccine vaccines, vaccinators, or locations where people could get vaccinated. This is just, this is stupid. Meanwhile, the rapid spread of the virus, which doesn't exist and they haven't proven exists, had disrupted the education of millions of students forced an estimated one in four child care providers to close their doors, taking a significant toll on Americans' mental health, produced a massive surge in domestic violence incidents and overdose deaths, worsened food and housing insecurity, and deepened long-standing health and in, in, eh, inequities in communities across the nation. No, that's what government did. Had nothing to do with the convicts. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the painting of doom. We're all just in such dire need that only the government can help us. Okay. Now, page eight near the bottom. So you've just seen a lot of people. Oh, we've got to do something about education. We've got to do something about all these other situations. Okay. Near the bottom, please. Uh, Bottom, which side? I'm sorry. I think it's the right side. Right side. Beginning on his first day in office. The president lost his glasses, lost his mind. I'm sorry. Uh, The president took a, let's change that. Joe Biden took a series of landmark executive actions, all unconstitutional, to advance Mm -hmm. equity. Uh, The president signed a one-day executive order, a one-day executive order, Mm. 13985. None of these are forever for a day. Advancing racial equity and support for undeserved communities through the federal government. On advancing equity and racial justice across the federal government, a one-day executive order 13988, preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation, directing federal agencies to extend protections against discrimination based on gender identity and sexual orientation, upon which agencies have already acted in the areas of housing, Lending services, education, healthcare, and more. And Executive Order 14035, diversity, equity, inclusion, and the accessibility in the federal workforce on advancing diversity, equity, inclusion, and and accessibility across the federal workforce in the months since federal agencies have been hard at work. Yes, they're working hard for you. Um, Implementing these orders. Delivering more equitable external work, revised DEIA policies and trainings, and updated civil rights guidance and regulations. It's like they want to be your mommy and daddy to you and teach you what their God wants you to have, which is a beast system, and it is slavery. Yeah. Now, the reason I wanted to read that, uh, have that read, is because the Department of Education is heavily considering rewriting Title IX, which was originally brought about to enable girls to play sports in 
uh, schools on their sports teams. And we know under the Obama administration that the debt was stacked to change one word in that title from sex to sexuality to open up Pandora's box for what we're seeing happen uh, to girls who are in sports. And so that is something that is absolutely, whether this budget actually passes or not, that is something that is going to be taking place. So if you have, and I know we have uh, a lot of listeners who maybe they're not in the public system, but maybe through umbrella programs, they're having their girls play on sports teams. This would impact that as well. Okay. Page 13, we want the left column at the top because that is going to be something for education as well. We're not going to read every one of these, but through, I wanted folks to get a flavor, Tim, for how overreaching this blasted budget is. Okay. Okay. All right. What are we doing here at okay. page 13? All right. The left, the left column at the top. Okay. Okay. Not that entire, yeah, not that entire paragraph, but just I'll let you know when you stop. Okay. Under Biden's leadership, America is on the move again. Together, in the face of unprecedented crisis and ongoing challenges, we have begun to change the trajectory of our economy to finally make it work for working people (laughs) with historic job creation. Yeah, the government doesn't create jobs, guys. Faster economic growth. They don't do that either. And more money in workers' pockets. We are moving forward safely, continuing to combat the pandemic and building better preparedness for the next health emergency. Oh, they're expecting another health emergency, guys. They're telling you right there. We have mobilized the federal government to tackle the climate crisis. Yeah, yeah. With the urgency that the science demands. Remember that. Uh, Trust the science, right? We have launched a government-wide effort to advance equity and expand opportunity across our nation and economy. We've revitalized our global alliances and our leadership on the world stage. While much work remains, we are poised to meet the challenges and opportunities ahead. And we've made sure that the president has a full supply of depends, just in case. Is that what I'm supposed to read there? Yeah, that's it. Okay. (laughs) Global, worldly, jobs, economy. We the people. That is supposed to be Congress's and the administration's number one priority. That's it. Okay. Now, on the bottom right of that same page, even more fun. Okay. All right. So I, am I going to start there at the, the big the big one here in the State of the uh, Union? Hang on just a second. I'm trying to see because I... All right. I'm trying to remember what it was about page 13. I am so sorry because I wrote top left and bottom right. That's okay. Well, let's just start <laughs> okay. there. In the State of okay. the Union, the uh, Joe Biden reiterated his commitment to work with the Congress to pass legislation to lower costs for American families reduce the deficit, and expand the productive capacity of the American economy. The president's, Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, Biden, let's change that. I'm sorry. I read this in it. Biden supports legislation that cuts costs for prescription drugs, health care, premiums, child care, long-term care, housing, and college, including tuition-free community college and expanded support for historically black colleges and universities, tribally controlled Mm -hmm. colleges and universities, and minority-serving institutions. Um, let's not okay, forget uh, cell service that's and electricity. He wants to just do away yeah, with everything so that yeah. you don't have to pay anything. But, 
But did you did you hear free oh, yeah. community college? Uh-uh, honey, that's going to cost us. That's, again, this misnomer of free tuition, of free uh, charter schools, of free whatever. It's not free. It is passed on in our taxes. Mm. Okay? It absolutely is. So that's what I wanted to do. Okay. Briefly, on page 17, under the Department of Education, excuse me, the Department of Agriculture, Education is mentioned twice, especially in research and development for bio agriculture. Now, you, you, you showed the, the image of what's going on in Shanghai with them monkeying with the food. Yep. Do, what do you think this is going to do? Oh, sure. Because, because the Department of Agriculture is going to be one of those unconstitutional entities that should the Department of Education uh, shut down. This would be where a lot of the STEM, the science, technology, engineering, and math, the career tech education, this would be where a lot of that would go. The lion's share of STEM and career tech education will end up in labor, but agriculture will be because, again, if you want to control everything, you got to control the water and the food. And trust me, this will happen not only through um, agriculture, but through energy and the EPA. Okay, so with that said, We're going to move on. Page 21, you're going to see how the veterans, as much as they have served us and as much as they have given us, this is the thanks our federal government is going to give them, and that is to give them a Common Core Career Tech STEM Aligned, which is United Nations Education, as a thank you to reintegrate them into society. Isn't that special? Okay. Yeah. And then on the page, uh, bottom of page 24. Okay, this is huge because this deals with the student loan garbage that's going on. Okay, Um, it's telling you how the government is going to help this crisis. So then why, Tim, would we have something here that is showing us in the headlines that the leader in charge call him what you want, has just canceled billions of student debt across the board and then has said, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, do this for certain student populations. Where's that debt going to go? It's going to go to us. And there's an article that I wanted us to look at as a sidebar for this because it's from Forbes and it tells you how many billions that have just been canceled But yet in this budget, Tim, we're going to somehow have the federal government come in and help with the student loans and the repayments. This is an oxymoron. It is a a government-created problem. Here's a government-created solution that is absolutely no solution. It is a a burden on our backs that we're going to be. It's like the bonds. We've talked about the school bonds. Those are taxation burdens that are saddled upon multiple generations. What do you think this is going to do? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. And seeing the stuff that I'm seeing, uh, mm-hmm. In doing the stuff I'm doing concerning my own debts and things like that, uh, it's clear to me they're they're double dipping. They're and they're robbing us blind on the front side and on the back side. And yeah. I know people are frustrated with it, but this is how the system's set up. And you got to understand they're going to take advantage of it because the people are ignorant about what they're doing. 
which is why I wanted us to go over this, because yeah. there are going to be things that people think there's no way this could connect to education. And I'm sitting here telling you, BS and horse hockey, it absolutely will. Okay. Now, related to page 24, where it's talking about the government wants to help solve the student debt problem, uh, whether it's canceling it or not, they're going to be in control. But on page 40 and 66, Tim, and we don't have to go there, it's going to show you two other federal agencies or programs that the student debt will fall under. And one of them is in the Department of Housing and Urban Development. So student debt will impact the housing market. And if you want to look at a goat rope of a situation right now, look at our housing market because we have so many people who are losing their personal property rights because they've let the, the money that's being dangled in front of them take take precedent when it's like, okay, fine. I just sold my house for a lot more than it's worth. Great. Where the heck are you going to live now? You're going to be in someone else's permanent rental yep. instead of your own place. Yep. But we also know that the government is holding that deed. So actually you're renting your, your own space and under the illusion that you own it because of the way that we have allowed the system to work. Okay. Let's, let's not belabor that point. Okay. Now, if you haven't gotten it so far, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let me just tell you, in the first 45 pages, the agenda that this administration and our Congress is pushing, number one, economic growth. Okay, forget we the people. It just doesn't matter. The economy matters. Number two, job creation. Number three, forceful response to COVID. Number four, aggressive action on infrastructure and the climate crisis. All right. Number five, equity across the nation, skill based education that you can find on page 17. And lastly, uh, excuse me, next to last immigration. And the last thing, uh, two, two last things, uh, America's health care, because after all, on page 24, you're going to see how mental health needs a total government transformation. And then the last one is advancing environmental justice as a solution. Climate crisis. Okay. Yay. Yeah. All right. Now, on page 30, under improving education. Now, remember, we're still in the first 45 pages. So, this is laying out that agenda. You're going to see that we have to improve not only education, but the Department of Education. Uh, but look at the heading expanding economic opportunity, advancing equity, and strengthening American what? Democracy. Mm-hmm. So somebody did not pay attention in civics class. They did. Okay. <laughs> or they did, and they're uh, deliberately doing what they're doing. Yeah. On page 39, reimagining and building a roadmap to the future of federal work. Remember how we've talked about you're either going to be working for the government or the big corporations? Well, there it is in black and white. Now, that particular page, Tim, will stress skill-based competency credentials, not academics. Okay. Now on page 45 is where you'll see that the departments are going to be uh, in order and how much they're going to receive. So I hope everybody's ready because we're going to zip through these. All right. Ag $28.5 billion. 
Now, woven into this particular one will be the 2023 Farm Bill. If you are in any part of agriculture, you're going to be to be watching for what draconian measures that Farm Bill will have. Now, this will include anything that is connected to education, as I already said, the career tech education, the STEM. Commerce. Oh, mm. remember how Bill Gates gave millions and billions to commerce to do what? Do nothing but strengthen Common Core, career tech education, and STEM for workforce readiness. All right. They're going to get $11.7 billion to create jobs and to close the wealth gap. Okay. What they don't tell you is that all this will put you on that blockchain existence, okay, or data tracking. Defense, you're going to love this one, $773 billion. Uh, this will rope in the United Nations, the career tech education, the STEM, the data tracking, and the sustainable development goals. And we need to also point out that, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot that people are not realizing. And we have a short video that we're going to play the first three minutes of. This is my friend, Allison. She writes on Wrench in the Gears blog. And we have done similar research to find some of the similar companies or entities that are in on putting us all on algorithms for uh, blockchain existence. And she has been able to uncover that the Department of Education, excuse me, the Department of Defense is one of the chief operating entities that is responsible for infiltrating your schools over data tracking. So if we could play those first three minutes of understanding that. data and the metaverse and it's hard to know exactly where to start with educause because early on in my process uh, of researching public education and the use of data uh, to close public schools and force uh, really children who needed human relationships onto technologies under the guise of improving educational outcomes it was all wrapped up in the technological aspect and now as the internet of bodies comes more and more online. We're gonna be stepping back into this competency-based model where you can act sort of normal in the environment, but it is still under complete bodily surveillance. And you know, you'll be working through augmented reality or other project-based learning items in a sensor-based network that it will capture your actions and even your emotions and feed them into skills badges. And I never could imagine that that would be the case back in maybe in 2015, 2015, 16 when I started digging into this very deeply. But I, I remember making the leap that the educational technology wasn't just about getting data to manage student populations for impact commodities. And it wasn't just about controlling the content of the curriculum and profiling students as human capital, but that it was also about like a military incursion into our schools through an entity called IMS Global and this use of XAPI technology uh, that was advanced under the Clinton administration, his executive order 13111. And really what he did in that executive order in the mid-1990s was start to apply a cloud-based online learning software program that was started in the National Guard and then expanded to the Department of the Defense and then expanded to all federal employees and then was expanded to all Americans, that all Americans would learn online, um, was the fact that the technology in our schools wasn't just some, you know, 
progressive thing. It was actually a, a military occupation of our public education system. And all of this IMS global learning was going to be linked to badges. And so education, both K-12 and higher education would become unbundled. And so their intent is that, you know, within the next decade that there will be no elementary school, middle school, high school, associates, degree, four-year college, graduate program, continuing certification, that that will all be gone and you will just be getting these stackable credentials, which will be behaviorist badges, which will all be connected to metadata. And that metadata, as you earn your badges, will be fed back into AI systems, both for global impact investing markets and for machine learning to train the AI. And so this has sort of been a big learning curve for me over the past um, six or seven years as to something very simple as, I don't really feel comfortable with Google running the, my child's classroom to, oh my goodness, well, this is about a larger defense program. It's about global financial markets. And then ultimately it's about creating blockchain mastery transcript records that will hook us into the global brain. And so- Okay, that's it. And what have, what have we been exposing on this show? Some of those very same things, just from a little bit different angle. Okay. Isn't that special? Oh, yeah. It's really nice that they want to control everything. And they're wanting to use, <clears throat> excuse me, they're wanting to use the Department of Defense in this, land. Yeah, they're wanting to use the yeah. Department of Defense in controlling education. That's pretty incredible. Right. Well, now, you know, here's something, because in the archives, folks are going to be getting my articles where we where I was able to prove that the U.S. Department, excuse me, the U.S. Army was the test dummy population for rolling out those common core standards. You'll also get another article where the military uh, bases, the towns they're located, especially under the Every Student Succeeds Act, have been uh, compromised to do nothing but skew the economy. So this is a huge deal that Allison's bringing up, but it also interconnects to other things. And again, you know, like I said, we've done similar research. We found some of the same entities. She's just coming from one way and I'm coming from the other way. So we'll have all of that for you. You can listen to Allison's full video. Uh, please go to her to, to her blog as well. You're going to get all kinds of resources, the fact sheets that the federal government has pumped out to support why we need this budget. Let's move on, though. Okay, because we still have a lot. All right, Department of Education, it begins on page 57, Tim, $88.3 billion. This will target um, uh, the mental health, uh, special needs. It will pump up the 21st century uh, learning communities, or in other words, community schools. It's going to target your low-income students. It's going to use this $88.3 billion as an investment, Tim. It's going to uh, further strap our teachers. It's going to make college more affordable, and it's going to make the workforce uh, courses uh, way more attractive because, after all, we have to have way more worker bees than we do queens. Uh, all right. And it's also going to go after your civil rights. Okay. Department of Energy, 48.2 billion dollars. Of course, this will usher in the United Nations, the Sustainable Development Goals, anything under the green movement, the climate change. Uh, it will especially impact our infrastructure and data tracking. Now, let's remember, infrastructure in the modern sense is not your roads and bridges. It is part of it. 
But the modern definition is anything that can strap you to a computer, uh, log your algorithms for that blockchain uh, existence. Because again, human capital, you're going to be worth more as an avatar than you are as a living, breathing person. Okay, page 68 is where health and human services will begin. Uh, 127 uh, 0.3 billion dollars. This will uh, expand public private partnerships. It will expand the vaccine status. It will target mental health. It will bring in the career tech education, the STEM and the sustainable development goals. It will expand early childhood education through community development block grants and child care like Head Start and Early Head Start. And it will also go after gender based violence. All right, Department of Homeland Security, $56.7 billion all for data infrastructure and cyber policing us to death, uh, STEM, United Nations, Sustainable Development Goals, and the Career Tech Education. HUD, $71.9 billion for housing choice. So if it's anything like the school choice, we're going to be snowed from the get-go. And affordable housing across the nation, which again, we've already talked about, you know, uh, it's it's to wipe out private ownership. All right. Uh, community development block grants will play into here. This is how they will uh, predetermine what your neighborhood looks like, who lives there. And then, of course, economic development, because oh, we just need such a better economy. Okay. The Department of Interior, and this is where all of the Native American or Indian Bureau of Education is located. $17.5 billion. It is absolutely disgraceful what this budget will do because it's going to try to bring them into the 21st century through micromanaging everything that goes on on those reservations, which we should never have uh, racked and stacked them into in the first place. Okay all in the name of racial justice. All right. Sustainable development goals, the career tech education, the STEM, block grants, data tracking. Okay. Department of Justice, $37.7 billion. This will increase law enforcement, especially in schools. This will also go after gun control, civil rights, community alignment. And it is a named Edu Department of Education partner. And if you look at some of the overreaches, Tim, between justice and education, it is not justice. Okay. All right. Department of Labor, $14.6 billion for pre-apprenticeship programs, which means we're going now after our younger students. Uh, apprenticeships, sustainable development goals, career pathways, career clusters. So, you know, when it's Allison was talking about those stackable credentials. There you go. And then it goes after mental health as well. The Department of State for International Affairs, Tim, $67.6 billion to enhance the blockchain, the data mining, the public-private partnerships, the United Nations, and the Sustainable Development Goals. All right, Department of Transportation, twenty. $6.8 billion, which, of course, uh, the uh, SDGs will be in there as well. The Treasury, $16.2 billion. And Treasury is who would get all the student loan activity if it is shut down. Okay. The vets on page 111, they're going to get $135 billion. And, of course, we've already talked about what uh, 
wonderful future they're going to get as a thank you. Okay, Army Corps of Engineers, $6.6 billion. Uh, we're, we're not going to talk about how they have messed up our, our land. The EPA, $11.9 billion. And this will tie into the clean buses, the clean schools, because after all, we have to be uh, environmentally uh, justified. Uh, NASA, mm, okay, $26 billion and nothing but STEM promotion, okay? The National Science Foundation, $10.5 billion for nothing but let's just go on and usher in everything United Nations we possibly can. The Small Business Administration, which has been bastardized to uh, force employers to start funding education tracks for their employees, they're going to get a cool $914 million. They're the only entity, Tim, that got something in the millions, okay? The Social Security Administration, $14.8 billion. And Social Security money has been reformulated to be able for schools to use to double dip. So that in a nutshell is your federal budget. And let me tell you, it is absolutely atrocious. So in the particular archives, you're going to get the fact sheet from D.C. on this particular um better school infrastructure that will be ushered in through this budget, as well as a lot of the departments that are going to be involved in infrastructure, which is basically everyone we just mentioned. The toolkit for how schools can be better aligned to the national mandates. Okay, this one will impact your entire communities, not just your school buildings. And this is the fact sheet on the improving ventilation and reducing the spread of COVID-19 in all public buildings. All right, this is under the EPA's best practices, and that would be okay, but let's point out a couple of things here. The EPA is not only unconstitutional, it is aligned with the Sustainable Development Goals, and the United Nations calls them a trusted research partner. Okay, from my blog, you're going to be able to get what happens under the infrastructure, especially where education and your community is aligned. You'll also see uh, our show that we did, Tim, on the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act. Okay, uh, you're going to get uh, the Liberty Bells uh, episode where we talked about the taxpayer abuse through all these uh, types of funding streams. I give you an archive uh, version of when Biden was vice president and a union lackey. And this is where labor and unions decided, oh, yes, we need to come in and really pump up that skill-based uh, credentialing education system for uh, STEM and career tech education. And then what did Trump do? He picked it up with the apprentice apprenticeships, the pre-apprenticeships, because after all, we can't wait till they get into high school. We have to start them when they're much younger in their career track, because that's where they're going to hang out for the rest of their lives. You and I did a show on the Department of Defense and the partnership that was called ET. That was fairly recent. That is going to be draconian across the nation. All right, I have for you a link to the seven pages of research that I've done consider, uh, concerning the U.S. Department of Defense and how it ties to Department of Education. All right, we did a show in 2020 about the COVID-19 money because it was all about the online tech learning, but also the one they didn't tell you about was that online learning meant family intrusion as well. 
from 2021, our uh, technocracy, where it has usurped learning in academics, past office education. We did that when it was One Nation Under Educratic Fascism. Then we did the show on the FEMA camps for the COVID internment, which will use Defense, FEMA, and the State Department. So we'll have that for you. And then the final set of resources that we have for you will be the federal agencies, the show that Suzanne and I did over this particular budget, as well as the uh, congressional bills and the, the military that we're able to push all this. And that is an article from 2021 called Educratic Obedience or Bust. So that is everything you'll be getting in the archive. Okay. Lynn, we got about two and a half minutes. Do you want to take a short time and just address uh, if people aren't getting it? And look, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be one. I applaud Thomas Massey for wanting to get rid of Department of of Education. Let's get rid of all of them. Uh, So I applaud that. But as we've said before, just doing that, what we've seen in this budget that's tied to that, I mean, you've got the Department of Defense on this. You're going to have mm-hmm. to get rid of that puppy, too, along with the the other yeah. departments here who've tied in with that, too. So if if they're just going after that, they're, it's that's a good thing. We don't want to say don't do that. But, hey, there's a bigger thing here. You're, you're cutting off one tentacle, and there's like eight more that's over here doing their thing that's, that comes from that. Do you want to tackle Absolutely. that for a second? Yeah, and that'll be the topic for next week's show because I started digging because, you know, yeah, it's a one-sentence bill. Let's shut down Department of of Education by December 31st, 2022. It's not what the the bill says, Tim. It's what it doesn't say. And I've done numerous articles, and you and I have talked about this every time this stupid bill is trotted out. And there's a Senate version as well. But, you know, it's supposedly gaining uh, traction in how many people are supporting it because they're buying into the narrative that if we close down education, all the education problems will be solved. And what they're missing is no, honey. It's like you walk into the room, turn on the light, and there are the cockroaches that scatter. And that's precisely what will happen to education if it's shut down as a as an entity. So as unconstitutional as it is, at least right now we know where everything is housed. When it splinters because it's being closed down, it will be impossible to do away with unless we kill all public edu- excuse me, kill all private education and force everyone to go public so that we can have them all under control. And instead of being under control in one agency, you're going to be under control in all these others that it scatters to. And so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the sponsors, the co-sponsors. Real quick, sign up for the Liberty Bell Summer summer of of Fun as we walk through the Pilgrim's Progress. We'll have that in the archives for you as well, because that's going to be something really fun. $25 per family uh, till May 22nd. After that, cost goes up to... uh, $45, 45 dollars 14 weeks you hang out with us and have some fun and learn something all right and you can do that at commoncordiva.com just let Lynn know that and make your payment and uh, give her your email so she can send you the ticket catch Bradley at 3 p.m <clears throat> 3 p.m eastern 2 p.m central sons of we'll see you in the morning with Nick Patterson live from Australia see ya <laughs>